As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 103, Questions and Answers. Hey Chainers, welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, I believe today's going to be a bit of a different episode to how we normally do things over here. What's up? Yeah, I've run into a little bit of a conundrum. I have bought a car. Yeah. Um, Because it's a smidge older than what is typically bought all the time. Okay. It has a little bit of a high interest rate. So tell us a little bit about your car. So I bought a 2012 Volkswagen Golf. Very nice. Yeah, it's a cute little car. Um, I'm not a great driver, so I didn't think that a big car would be great in the city, especially with like parallel parking and stuff and tight corners. But I got a deal on it. It's a 2012, but it only has... 40,000 miles, just shy of 40,000, actually. So it was basically like a deal I couldn't pass up. Yeah. So you said you had a couple of questions and you need some answers for it. What topic do you want to go through today? I need to refinance it because even though it's not an expensive car, I still took out payments on it, um, but it has a high interest rate. Okay. So what kind of interest rate are you looking at? It's about 6%. So okay, so you're looking not, to sort of get that decreased a little bit and... Yeah, so I have a pretty good credit score, so I was shocked at that interest rate. Um, yeah, because you, you had another car before this and you had a much lower interest rate, correct? Yeah, and not as good a credit, so... Yeah, so having a bit of an older car, the banks for some reason seem to think that's a little bit of a higher risk, which is a little right. bit strange, I think. It is strange, but I can kind of get behind it. Um... Because, you know, it's not new and shiny anymore. It doesn't have all the safety features, I guess. Yeah. Uh, things have really improved since 2012. Yeah, even, definitely. Even though I feel like 2012 wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Believe but it or not, it's a long time ago. It, it, you know? it was a long time ago. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's a long time ago, but it definitely is. Yeah. So are you ready to dive into the conversation? Yeah, I'm ready to chat about today's um, topic. I think that, you know, a lot of people want to know about this topic. So I think there'll be a lot of value. Let's dive right in. Okay. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Katie. So hit me up. What exactly did you want to chat about today? All right, Dan. So first, let's talk a little bit, just in case people don't really know what refinancing is. What is it and why should they do it? 
So refinancing is when you're swapping out one interest rate for another. It doesn't mean you're getting rid of the loan. It means you're trying to get a better term for you. So say you're currently paying 8% per annum. You want to try to get down to like 6% per annum because you're going to be saving 2% per annum. So in short, you're going to be decreasing the amount of interest you're going to be paying, provided that you still stick to the original payment terms. So let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You are when you're refinancing, you are taking that money and you're I don't know. Tell me again. I don't really right, know. Right, right. So basically what happens is say you take out a loan with Bank ABC. Okay. okay? And Bank ABC is financed you at 8% per annum. Okay. You want to get a better rate on your loan. So what you do is you approach another bank, maybe Bank XYZ, and you say to them, hey guys, I've got this debt. Um, I would rather be paying you guys the interest. And you ask them in essence to buy you out and you rather pay them instead of bank ABC. And it's better for you because you end up paying a low interest rate and it's better for bank XYZ because they're getting paid something where they ordinarily would have got paid nothing. And bank ABC has already been like paid off. They're done. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Yeah. So like say you owe $20,000, bank XYZ would give $20,000 to bank ABC. So they would buy out your loan and then you just keep paying bank XYZ. Okay. And it'll give you a lower interest rate. So it's a better payment term for you. That's why people want to do it. So you're going to end up saving money. Then is the 2% difference really that much because it kind of seems like refinancing is like a lot of hassle. Well, yeah, there's there's a lot to jump through, but it actually does make a big difference. And it doesn't sound like much. You're like, oh, 2%. But here's the thing. How much money do you owe? You know, if, if you owe $100,000, 2% is $2,000 a year. A year. So wow. you want to make sure that, you know, you're going to decrease that as much as possible. So you, you say you're paying $8,000. Wouldn't you rather pay $6,000? Well, when you put it that way, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's you're like right. It's like a major percentage. And like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's only 2%, but it's 2% of 8%, not 2% of 100%. So it's actually 2% of 8% is actually 25% less. So it's actually a massive saving. So it is definitely worth the hoop jumping. Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right. I think I'm cleared up now. All right. So what else did you have to, to ask me? So what, now that I have... Completely understood how people or why people refinance and what it actually is. Where do you go? Do you go like into a bank? Do you go into a credit union? Can you do it online? Like what? Where where do you go for this? Right. So the answer is anyone that can ordinarily give you that first loan can typically refinance a loan. Um, there are a lot of providers that are connected to a whole bunch of banks. I know Credible does it, and so does um, Sophie. Um, so, like, those are typically, they do student loans, but, you know, like, a lot of them will still do personal loans, which can be used for exactly the same thing. So, you want to go to them. Um, credit Union is actually a great place to go as well because they're in your area, and you're typically, they're typically non-profits, so you're not going to be paying this big corporation for um, for them to, they and their stakeholders to make money. So typically it is cheaper to go to the credit union, but yeah, typically like very often you can do it online, but you can definitely go in person as well. Okay. So either one is fine. Yeah. Either one's fine. So as long as you're getting ahead and as long as you're trying to refinance, you'll be in a much better spot. 
Okay. So when you go to the bank or the credit union or you pull up Credible on your computer, what are some of the documents that you should probably have like on hand? You know, just like when you're filling out taxes or doing stuff like that. You always need some kind of proof of identification or income or something like that. So what should people kind of have gathered beforehand? Sure. So the first thing you want to do is you want to do your homework and you want to make sure that you're prepared before you approach any lender for finance. And that, look, that should be something you do anytime you're getting financing, not just when you're trying to refinance something. So the first thing you're going to want to do is you want to want to know your credit score. Like, are you in a good position? Do you have a bit that you can bargain and barter with and say, well, hey, I've got a great credit score. Why am I paying such a high rate? You know, and that's definitely a bargaining trip. And it's probably the thing that's going to count the most when you are looking to refinance. So So don't go in and ask what your credit score is. You should go knowing what it is. Yeah, you, you, you should say, all right, well, I know when I took out this loan, I had a credit score of 650 and I'll have a credit score of 750. That's considerably better. I mm-hmm. should get a better rate. Okay, right. Yeah, so you want to make sure that, that that's the first thing you want to worry about. So make sure that your credit score is really good so that you're in a really good position to um, negotiate. A couple other things you're going to want to know is, um, you know, like maybe some pay stubs. So how much are you earning? That's also quite a big factor. Mm-hmm. And you want to have that on hand, whether it's a pay stub or whatever else, you're going to be asked it. Um, also where you live as well, they're going to want to know what your monthly expenses are. So are you currently renting? Do you have a mortgage payment? You're going to want to kind of know where you are financially and what your sort of average monthly expenses are. Um, and yeah, that definitely would help. And those are the kind of the basics that you would need before you should look at refinancing. And also, obviously, it helps knowing your numbers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And how long should you kind of mentally prepare for this to take? So from a time perspective, the answer, it it depends. And I think we can go even one step further back than this. You can say, when can you start refinancing? Okay. And the answer is you can refinance anytime and you can refinance a multiple of times as well. So say, for example- Really? Hold on, wait. You can refinance over and over and over again? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, you can. So um, it's not like student loans and consolidating, which you can only do once refinancing you can do as many times as you want in fact you can refinance something even before you've made your first payments on it so if you thought you got a sour deal with the bank you can go and try and get a better rate through another provider and you know like you can get bought out even before you start making payments but typically like if you are going to go that route um most banks will want to know that you are in the money so say for example you've bought a car and you're trying to get your car loan refinanced, they want to know that you don't have any negative equity. Otherwise, they won't want to refinance you. Right. I definitely remember that from before when I tried to get, I like to lovingly call that car the blue devil. (laughs) Um, I remember I tried to refinance it and banks wouldn't refinance because I owed too much money. Basically, I owed more money than what the car was worth. Yeah, So none of the banks would touch it right you were what is considered upside down on your loan right yeah Yeah, so that that, that's when the market value of your assets is worth less than how much money you owe right i definitely remember that that was a tough lesson to learn (laughs) it really is and it's it's a real shame that it works out that way because typically people that are in an upside down position on their loans they they're the one that that needs to refinance the most and it's a crying shame that you can't but 
if you can get out of that upside down position, you can then refinance. Well, and you can be upside down in a home as well. Yeah, you can. 100%. It doesn't just happen on cars. Right. Okay. And then I have one more question for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, hit me up. Okay. So you go through all this um, refinancing, you fill out all the paperwork, you do your research, and you don't get a lower rate. Yes. Now what? Now you start crying. No, no, I'm joking. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's, it, look, the thing is, like, like I said earlier, you can refinance as many times as what you'd like. So what you're going to want to do is figure out why you weren't approved. You know, did you already have the best rate that they're willing to give you? Have interest rates maybe gone up and you're now trying to get a lower rate at a bad time in the economy? Because the thing is, like, ultimately, when you do refinance, you're going to want to do so when it makes sense. So if you know interest rates have been going down, then it's a good time to refinance. Like in our current economic climate in June, well, sorry, June, I'm getting my minds confused. In September 2018, we've seen interest rates been going up and up and up. So if you're going to try refinance right now, chances are you're not going to get necessarily get a better rate unless you had debt from way back when. So even though it may not be something that you can do right now, you're going to want to make sure that you still are in a position that you're happy with the rate that you're getting. And look, the thing is, you can also shop around. Don't feel like you're stuck with one place. You know, you can go to different places. People can make plans. And ultimately, you have to figure out what you want and like try and get it. Okay. So if you don't get a great rate, it is a little bit upsetting, but it's not the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, you can always try again later. Obviously, you are going to take a hit on your credit when you do try and do this. So you may want to build up your credit a little bit before you do it again. But it's the same as being rejected for a credit card. You know, it doesn't mean that you're never going to get that credit card. It just means right now is not the time. Try again in a couple of months and it may be a different circumstance. Thank you. You yeah, cleared up a lot of questions for you're me. You're very welcome. <laughs> So I think today we've covered quite a lot of interesting topics and, you know, refinancing is definitely something that's super important if you don't have a favorable rate and you feel like you're sure hard done by. And more importantly, if you got your loans when you had bad credits, because let's be honest, a lot of people listening to this podcast are a bit younger and typically a lot of the debt that younger people have is student loans. And normally people take out their student loans right in the beginning of their um, credit history as such. So mm -hmm. they won't have great credit when they get these loans originally. So normally if you had bad credit when you got these loans, don't fear, try and refinance. You can be in a much better position and it can really be beneficial for you. And I've got a resource if anyone would like, you can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash credible. And if you do have a student loan and refinance with them, you will get $200 off. Ooh, what a deal. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> check it out. Every little bit counts, especially when you're making those bulk payments. Yeah, no, and Katie, it makes such a massive deal as well. You know, like being able to negotiate a better rate, you're, you're going to be in a much better position in the long run. And yeah, it may seem like, oh, I only got 1% off. Guess what? You're still in a better position than what you were in. So, you know, don't, don't despair if you think you only got 1%. It's not really worth much. It definitely is worth something. Could you get like a half percent? You could, yeah. And I would even say that a half percent is even still worth it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like over a long period of time, 100%. Remember, you've also got compound interest. It works both ways. So <laughs> not just necessarily when you're making money, when you're paying it as well. So you're going to want to make sure that you are definitely in a good position. 
So, Chainers, we've absolutely loved hanging out with you today. And we would be pumped if you could let us know what you thought of today's show. Hit us up. It's info at chainofwealth.com. And I want to give a big shout out to the Giving Get who has won our first tweet of the week. Uh, tweet of the week is basically anybody who sends us over a tweet of a money quo or a funny something that happened to you will give you a shout out on chain of wealth it's kind of like a big thank you for listening and we really want to get to know you guys who are listening to us so if you have something funny that happens to you or you hear a great quote during your week send it over to us via twitter at chain of wealth and we will give you a shout out on the show so a big thank you to the Gavin Get who said, I do whatever Chain of Wealth tells me to do. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.